This is Dr. Ross, the Believer's Doctor, and you are listening to the Believer's Medicine Podcast, where we use the Word of God to improve our health and discuss contemporary topics in medicine, as well as ways to prevent common diseases such as diabetes, high blood pressure, stroke, and various cancers. Remember, medicine is a rapidly changing field. Therefore, the information contained within this show may have changed by the time you are listening to this podcast. Also, this podcast should be used for educational purposes only and not to diagnose or treat a particular symptom or illness. If you have questions regarding a disease or symptom, please consult your doctor. Let's get started. Today, I would like us to summarize and wrap up our discussion on breast cancer screening. And at the end of this podcast, I would like to take some time to pray for you as well. Now remember, our journey to discover more about breast cancer has been long, but I hope you have learned something that will prevent this disease from taking a hold of your life or the life of those around you. Our breast cancer series covered many topics, including risk factors for breast cancer, symptoms, screening methods, biopsy types, the importance of genetic testing, as well as treatments for the most common breast cancer types. In other words, DCIS and invasive breast cancer. Let's review these topics one more time. Now remember, there are several risk factors that are important to recognize to help prevent breast cancer from developing in your life and the life of those around you. Some risks we can change and others we cannot. Gender, race, age, and genetics are considered non-modifiable risk factors or risk factors that we cannot change. Breast cancer is a hundred times more common in women than men, and Caucasian women followed by African American women are at the highest risk of breast cancer. Breast cancer risk also increases with age, with women in their 60s and 70s being at the highest risk. When we look at lifetime exposure to estrogen, the more estrogen exposure you have over your lifetime increases your risk of breast cancer. Therefore, beginning your menstrual cycle at an earlier age and starting menopause later in life are considered risk factors for breast cancer as these women tend to have a longer lifetime exposure to estrogen. Since women with multiple children have less exposure to estrogen during pregnancy, their risk of breast cancer is less. Furthermore, the use of estrogen or progesterone pills after menopause can increase the risk of breast cancer as well. Although this risk tends to occur about three years after use, the increased risk of breast cancer that comes with a body mass index greater than 30 only appears to be significant 
after a woman has reached menopause. Finally, importantly, weight loss, regular exercise, adequate vitamin D, tobacco cessation, and decreased alcohol use can go a long way in decreasing your risk of breast cancer. When we are considering breast cancer symptoms, it's important to recognize that although knowing the breast cancer symptoms are important, it's even more important to detect breast cancer at its early treatable stages before symptoms develop. The classic symptoms of breast cancer involve feeling a hard, immovable mass with borders that feel irregular. There may also be nipple discharge. Self-breast exams are still of value and it is important to look for breast asymmetry, dippling of the skin, or any hard masses under the arms as breast cancer has a tendency to spread to these particular lymph nodes that are located in this area. Remember, up to 15% of women will have breast cancer without a mass found on mammogram. Additionally, another 30% of women may have a mass found between two relatively normal mammograms. Knowing the signs of breast cancer is an extra step you can take to help know if you are at risk for this disease. When we look at hereditary breast cancer, the most common form of hereditary breast cancer involves the BRCA gene mutation. Now, BRCA stands for breast cancer gene. The BRCA1 and BRCA2 gene mutations are the most common inherited cancer syndromes, representing approximately 5 to 10% of all breast cancers. Those with the BRCA gene mutation have a 50 to 87% risk of developing breast cancer and a 20 to 45% chance of developing ovarian cancer in their lifetime. Removal of the breast and ovaries can be used as a preventative strategy to fight breast cancer in this high-risk group. Notwithstanding, such a strategy is extremely personal and should be balanced against family planning considerations. Genetic testing should be considered for those with a family member known to have a BRCA gene mutation, an immediate family member that had cancer in both breasts, any family member that had both breast and ovarian cancer, or any male family members that had breast cancer at all. Genetic testing should also be considered for those who have two or more family members in the immediate family line, which include parents, siblings, or children that had 
breast cancer before the age of 50. Screening for breast cancer is performed with a mammogram. Now, a mammogram is an x-ray of the breast that can detect either harmless cysts or calcium buildup that may be concerning for cancer. A mammogram result is expressed as a BIRAD score. BIRADS stands for Breast Imaging Reporting and Data System and was developed by the American College of Radiology to create a standardized and easy to follow method for reporting all mammogram results. Between the ages of 50 and 75, most medical societal guidelines recommend breast cancer screening with a mammogram once every two years. A mammogram is only recommended every two years if there are no concerning abnormalities. Otherwise, mammograms can be performed yearly or every six months and include an ultrasound. Women with a BRCA gene mutation should also have a breast MRI at the age of 25 or a mammogram at the age of 30. Now remember, a BIRAT score of 1 is considered normal and without any abnormalities. A BIRAT score of 2 or 3 may have an abnormality that is usually harmless. Mammograms with BIRAT scores of 4 or 5 require further investigation with a biopsy. A biopsy can be performed with a fine or core needle each with their own drawbacks and benefits. Since the results from a biopsy are typically not needed in the immediate time frame and the discomfort associated with the core needle biopsy is usually worth the improved accuracy with this method. Therefore, a core needle biopsy is the most common biopsy type once a biopsy report is received, there may be words in this report that may be difficult to understand. Yet, there are some key phrases you can learn to help unravel the meaning of this report. First, you will need to become familiar with two terms, which are ductal carcinoma in situ and invasive breast cancer. Ductal carcinoma in situ or local cancer of the breast does not invade other structures and can be treated with breast conserving surgery and radiation. Invasive breast cancer has a tendency to invade other structures and tissues nearby. In general, most women with invasive breast cancer will require chemotherapy. There are also some hormonal properties to your breast biopsy that can not only help personalize your treatment options, but also predict the success of a cure. The most favorable breast biopsy is positive for estrogen and progesterone, but negative for HER2. It is also well differentiated. Those with a positive 
HER2 gene on their biopsy will not only receive chemotherapy, but also a medication called trastuzumab to help target therapy for those with invasive breast cancer. If the cancer cells are responsive to estrogen, then additional therapy with the medication such as tamoxifen can also be considered. You have done a great job up to this point in educating yourself about breast cancer. Let's not forget to trust God at every step in this process, both in giving us wisdom to prevent as well as treat this disease. Let me pray for you today. Open your heart and receive these words. Lord God, we trust you. We know that you are God alone. There is nothing too hard for you. You're powerful, mighty, and strong. We believe you. We believe you can do anything, heal anyone, and restore us. You have already restored us to yourself through the blood and sacrifice of your son, King Jesus. So we thank you. Give us wisdom today. Guide our decisions. Guide our hearts. Some of us are trying to prevent a disease that has affected someone in our family. Give us wisdom for this moment. Some of us have this disease, but we don't own it. Instead, we give it to you. We give you all our burdens. Give us strength for this moment. We look towards you for all our help. Our eyes remain fixated on you. Our hearts remain in your hands. Help us, God. Heal us. Open our eyes. Soften our hearts. Take control of our thoughts. Guide our paths. Give us the desires of our heart. Make us new, even as a child. We thank you, and we count all these things done by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, a healthy life cannot truly be lived unless you know Jesus. Accept him into your heart, and he'll change your life. Thank you for listening to our podcast today on a summary of our breast cancer series, as well as a prayer. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find out more about us at thebelieversdoctor.com. I'll see you next week.